to the Fields of Fantasy Fantasy 5 Podcast with your hosts, Pestel and Ed. And welcome to the Fields of Fantasy Fantasy 5 mini-pod. The whole of the holy trinity of TH Fantasy Football are with you once more. Pestel, Ed and Tom is back from his succulent Chinese meal. How was your succulent Chinese meal, Thomas? Tasty. Tasty. Chatty as ever. Thank you, Tom. Glad to have you back. It was big points in week four, as we've already discussed on the main show. At this stage, though, I think our key bit of pre-advice before we get into the show is don't bail on your team if you're 0-3. It's still all to play for and you can still pull it back. My biggest win financially in fantasy football in our Keeper League that we're all part of, I remember going 0-4 in that to then pull it back and win in the first year. There's a lot of luck has to happen in there, but Keep active on the wave wire, keep active in trades. You can do it. Believe in yourself. That's a wonderful attitude. Mark. I know, it's the spirit. <laughs> I'm going to get negative, though. If you are 0-3, don't just give up. Don't be that person that bails on your league and then ruins it for everyone else. You've signed up. Stick with it. Believe in yourself. Have some self-respect. Has that covered it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the last bit was a little bit too far. I've gone too far. Do apologise. I've gone too far. Don't get complacent if you are 3-0. Things can quickly change, so maintain that work. You've worked very hard to get here so far. Well done. Be proud of yourself. Are we good? Maybe not quite as patronising as that. I've been very patronising. I can't find middle ground. Good advice. I can't find the middle ground. Should we just get stuck in, though, with... Plug and Play QBs. So at this stage, time of recording, I don't know if Joe Burrow is going to be 100% at any point for the rest of the season at this stage. I know you're very happy about that situation, aren't you, Ed? Not at all. I kind of feel feel that it's it's like they've kind of gone, oh, we'll just see how he gets on. And, oh, he's he's only worth, like, you know, millions and hundreds of millions to the franchise. But it feels like he needs a month out to kind of get himself right. But they're not going to give him that. But. Jimmy G is still currently in concussion protocol. Derek Carr is likely out this week. He's been billed as week to week. No, they're not the big names, but they are players you've possibly fallen back on if injuries have hit you elsewhere. So this week, have a look at a second bounce back of the season for Danny Dimes. I feel like I'm labouring this Danny Dimes <laughs> yeah, point now, man. but he has the Seahawks, who are good against the rush, but have given away the second most yards against the pass. So he's got the chance. And Waller, I know not QB, but Waller's an option there too, potentially the way Seahawks are giving up yardage. I don't, didn't think I'd ever say this uh, on the podcast ever again, but Andy Dalton? Yeah, it relies on Bryce Young staying injured, doesn't it? But yeah, I mean, he's serviceable at his age, isn't he? He was QB7 last week, and really? the Vikings are seventh worst against the pass. Yeah, of course, really, Ed. We discussed it on the main show. Do you not remember? It's almost like we're recording this out of order. <laughs> um, he's... The next one, though, Tom, I know you're very happy about this. Three 20-plus point weeks in a row for Jordan Love. And he's still available in some leagues. Jordan Love feels like playing until further notice, especially if you picked him up if you had injuries elsewhere. How did he get 20 plus points this week? At one stage, oh, time, yeah, it, yeah. At one stage it looked like the fact he was going to get minus points. It's that mine, classic case think of someone who doesn't look quite as good in real life as they achieve points while it's fancy football. But I mean, Jordan, I don't care if the Packers are doing well. If he's doing well fantasy football, that'll do me for Jordan Love, I think. Still missing Watson as well, isn't he? His main receiver. Yep, so he looks like a valid option, yeah. isn't he? So if you're in a tight bind with your QBs, there are some options to consider. Dare I throw Josh Dobbs into the mix? Do it. Mm. I mean, he's mm. he had a really he's had a good couple of weeks. He has. So And obviously we discussed the Cardinals on the main show as well and how they have come kind of come out of nowhere from what we're expecting, really. And last season, I think towards the start with Gino, people were like, Oh, Gino, it, you know, it won't carry on, but he had a really consistent season. Yeah. I'm not saying Dobbs will, but he's one to make if you're desperate. Next 
time to get defensive. So looking on the other side of the ball, last week with the defence I recommended, uh, it was a mixed week. The Jags, who I recommended, got minus four points. So that, that wasn't I great. I followed your <laughs> advice in many places. Thank you for that. Uh, the Patriots got 10 points. So that wasn't too bad. This week, I've mentioned them before. I'll mention them again. And that's the Colts. They are such a consistent defence. They've scored so far 14 points, 10 points, 12 points in the first three weeks. And they're a top four defence as it stands in fantasy. Surely that's going to continue. They face the LA Rams and the Titans in the next two weeks. So that gives them chance to kind of keep making those plays. They just make things happen. They've had 12 sacks, seven forced fumbles, four fumble recoveries, as well as a touchdown and an interception. So if the Colts are available, and they are still in a lot of leagues, get them. And the other one, bit of a surprise, didn't think I'd say this, is the Texans. They dominated in week three, and they were no, there were no mugs back in week one against the Ravens. They got a few fancy points. This week, it was the special team's magic, but they're impressive nonetheless. And they've got the Steelers and the Falcons next two weeks, so I think the Texans have got a chance to keep up that momentum on defence. So Colts and Texans this week, as well as others that I previously recommended, like the Browns. Democracy time. Put it to the vote. Yeah, so looking at last week's vote, uh, we were voting on should trade vetoes be allowed? Um, and people agreed with you. 14% saying yes, 86% saying no. So I've got a question for you. What about with commissioner vote, with commissioner trades? Should you allow trade, you know, the, the group to decide on commissioner trades? We operate the same policy, don't we, that if someone has genuine grievance that they raise it with the commissioners, but... I mean, we're decent, respectable people. We'd be honest about that. And also, we don't want to help each other out, mainly. But we've said in our leagues, if there's a dispute about a commissioner trade, where we would usually have a final decision, that that would go to a league vote on that. So in that situation, yeah, that's the only time I think we've ever suggested it. Not it's happened. I don't think I don't need to allow a veto in that situation. A vote. Yeah, a vote on the veto. Yeah, yeah. the the, the veto is, if it's one person vetoing it, no chance. It could be someone who's, you know been annoying in the past and you've had to <laughs> tell, you've had to tell uh, what to do so no power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely no sounds very very profound <laughs> uh, so this week we're going to look at the three rookie quarterbacks who do you like which one do you want in your team so we have a very quick look at their stats first of all Bryce Young first off the board not a great start 8.54 points in his first game 12.52 in his second and then out for week three and potentially out week four with an ankle injury you know say first off the board but potentially the worst supporting cast out of the three of them or yeah. it seems to be that way that's fair at number two the big man Anthony Richardson very very highly touted coming into the draft a 21.92 points in his first game, 17.74 points in his second. Obviously, he was taken out mid-concussion that game, so phenomenal that, well, that was score in one quarter, yeah. wasn't it? That? Um, so he's obviously looked quality. Is he the new Cam Newton? But can he stay fit? You know, is he going to be injured every single week with his style, with the way he plays? And then finally, DJ Stroud, the man, <laughs> bottom of the pile really at the start, but slowly, slowly coming good. Start off with a poor first week, 9.68 and then following up with slight improvement at 19.46. And then this week, phenomenal score, already 20.60. And he looked very good, I would say. His supporting casters look a lot better than many expect. But he is with the Texans, of course. I think for me, redraft this season, I'd want Richardson. Dynasty, I'd want Stroud out of those three, I think. Are we looking at this from Dynasty or redraft? Uh, either or. Either or. We'll put really. a poll of Rich. Yeah, yeah. Pull, 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 pull. Oh, double poll. How double exciting. Poll. 
So make sure we get involved in that poll there. Malcolm, where can people find us? TH underscore fantasy underscore NFL on all social media platforms. Thank you very much. Add some waivers. Beat the waiver wire. By its very nature, beating the waiver wire is going to get more challenging each week. It because, is. Because <laughs> the reason you're on waivers is because people have got injured. And as we discussed in the main show, another couple of horrible injuries. But a couple of people you might want to keep your eye on who might have slipped through waivers this week. I'm going to go to a Steeler. Uh, I don't like to be positive about the Steelers, but, you know, needs must. Uh, and that's Calvin Austin. Someone worth having on your bench, especially while Deontay Johnson remains out of action. Rumours are he's going to be out for at least a couple more weeks. Calvin Austin's only rostered in 63% of leagues. Uh, and I expect some other targets to be more popular this week on waivers. So someone to target if you're struggling. We talked last week about the lack of running backs. But I think one running back who you could keep an eye out for is Latavius Murray. The veteran must be 33, He won't, he won't go away, will he? No, he just won't <laughs> go away. He's the goal line threat in Buffalo, it appears to be. So he's had two touchdowns in two weeks, but he's only getting about 25% of the snaps. So he's not playing, but when he is, uh, he's making the, the snaps count. And he, he could help you out if you're in a bind with your running backs. He's only rostered in 46% of leagues. So yeah, Latavius Murray, I wouldn't say he's a, a nailed on bet. No one is going to be, but... Yeah, again, someone who might fill a hole in your roster. Fantasy Gold. This week's Fantasy Gold then follows on from what Ed's saying about the waiver wire, and that is turning other people's wastage into your waiver pickups. So this week's Fantasy Gold is watch who other people drop. One of my first priorities after I've checked if my fab bids have been successful is who have people got rid of, and this is the prime time to do that. So... Much spoken about on this podcast. It's not worked out as I wanted to in our Keeper League with Aaron Rodgers being injured. But this time last year, I picked up Garrett Wilson just before week four. And then he went on to have a really good rest of the season. And if only he'd had an actual quarterback thrown to him this year, I'd be laughing with that about... Who's got Zach Wilson? A quarterback. Oh, sorry, quarterback. quarterback, Yes. I also, had when I was having a look back, I also picked up in that same league, Brandon Ayuk. He was dropped week five after a host of really, really poor games. I picked him up all over the place. Yep, I picked him up in week five last year in a few places, and he went on to be a great flex play for 10 out of his 12 games, scoring more than 10 points, including three wide receiver one weeks where he was a top 12 wide receiver. So keep an eye on those and say other people's waste could be your absolute value. And it's always lovely when you can say you picked up someone that someone dropped and they've gone on to win you win you games, especially against them or potentially some points. Bad starts, bye weeks, being too high on a wave of target. They're all reasons you can benefit from other people's poor judgment. So that is your little taster menu of fancy food for thought for a week. Are we content, gentlemen? Yes. Yeah. Delighted. Over the moon. <laughs> Lovely. I mean, you get less chatty when Tom's here. Can't wait, he's a, he's can't wait to get rid of Tom. <laughs> we won't keep any longer then because these two are clearly bored. Malcolm, take us home. I'll talk to you on the way home. You have been listening to Pestle and Ed of TH Fantasy Football. For more content, follow TH underscore fantasy underscore NFL on Instagram and Twitter.